Hey, I'm Dr. Kate Wong. And I'm Tiara Mitchell. And, and you are listening to, to the Holistic Hope Podcast. We invite you to join us and our village in conversations rooted in wellness and health so that we may grow a community of generational healing through love. Misinformation, disinformation, there's a lot of information right now that's going on. And the reason why we started this conversation is because the decision is yours. You are your own person. You own your own body. And the actions that you choose should reflect that. And that's the reason why we started this conversation. Whether it's for medical reasons, whether it's for health reasons, whether it's for family, spiritual, whatever decision that you want to make, these are the types of questions that came up. These are the types of discussions that we want to open up as well. But yeah, your, your intuition will help you with making a decision that's best for you. And your intuition will help you with a decision that isn't rooted in fear, that isn't, you know, being misconstrued by the circumstances or whatever. And so that's another point I want to get to is if you feel overwhelmed with making a choice, because I know for me, it did get to a point where um, I couldn't, I, I just realized I have to release control of this whole situation because there's no way I can do all the research to where I feel like I have all the information. And with, like you say, information changes all the time. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to feel overwhelmed again, feeling like, well, did the stuff I read, did that change or do I need to go back? You know? So for me, what it comes down to and how I've been coping with it is when I get those, I've been paying attention to my breath. That's thanks to you and itself. I pay, I really pay attention to my breath because what I noticed is I will start to throughout the day, I could just be sitting down and I'm breathing real heavy and I'm like, whoa, what's wrong? But I'm like, I'm nervous, you know, I'm nervous. I'm scared. You know, like this is me checking in with myself. Well, what are you nervous and you scared about? And it helps me to, you know, I'll go through the series of questions in my head, remind myself to slow down my breathing. Once my breathing slows down, And once I really like feel like I'm getting back in control of my breathing and my body, the things that I'm feeling scared and nervous about, they just start to work themselves out in my head, right? With like, I start to feel better or I'll feel better towards a certain decision or I'll lean a certain way, but I first have to calm all the way down. Like seriously, just calm down and recognize in this very moment, I am okay. (laughs) like I'm okay I can make a choice right now you know versus I have to make a choice or I'm not going to be okay you know putting myself into that state of fear if I make the wrong choice kind of thing because when you're in fear you do like one of three things right you either run away you fight that or you get paralyzed and freeze and so that's not the best time to make the, the most important decision, whatever it is that you choose to do, whether it's medical procedures, whether it's um, doing something that makes you feel very uncomfortable, to, depending on what's going on with society right now. And that's when you're thinking, okay, before I get myself into that situation, before I get into this type of the breathing, that, that, that intensity, let's just get away from that 
and be in the moment to run that through your head where you're actually safe because that's where most therapy kind of work it out right mm-hmm. they kind of make sure that when you talk about it in therapy that you are literally physically in a safe space and they guide you through that and then work it's work the way through through your thoughts through everything to talk you through to where you understand and you can actually go through those emotions again and relive that maybe um but you're in a safe place like literally in a safe place where nothing can harm you and so that may be the best decision because what a lot of times when well because we mentioned in uh, our, our previous talk the quality of life is by the way we talk and a lot mm-hmm. of times when we talk we may be in fear when we have that 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 in- frequency of breath that increases or that we feel like we don't have a choice right the the choice <laughs> the the illusion that something's going to happen based on what we're told in the media based on what we're told by other people then then it itself adds on another layer that we have to make a choice within that choice right cuz when we talk about medical seizures shutting down all these different things that happen all over the world and in different states and different countries cuz if we were really to talk about it, I mean, Texas is fully open now since since Easter. The stadium is like packed, jam packed for that one game. I can't remember what game it is. I think it's a baseball game. It's baseball season, right? <laughs> I don't know. You're so asking the wrong person. <laughs> yeah, so bad sports. So it's all good. But you know, if you if you heard about it, Google that or search that because if you don't search for something, you don't know it. But the thing mm-hmm. is, you. Everything is a learning moment. Everything changes, especially this year. Literally every single day, every single week changes so much that it it puts us in a discomfort zone that makes it feel like we're like a little rabbit like running around. But it's almost as if life is telling us, <laughs> this is how I view it. Life is telling us, yes, Let's get uncomfortable to get back into a rhythm that makes sense. Because we've mm-hmm. been so enclosed in our homes or whatever it is that now it's time to kind of get out there. Time to understand what's comfortable for you, what's uncomfortable for you, depending on <laughs> where you're at, what state you're at. You mean like state of residence or like state of mind? State both, of, both, both. Because that's and that's what I would say too. I feel that with uh, it, there is an overwhelming amount of choices to be made right now. Seriously, you know. Um, before COVID happened, I know one of the most overwhelming choices on our plate was where are we going to move because. We wanted to move somewhere where we could kind of still have this Bay Area culture and feel kind of thing, but we didn't want to pay Bay Area prices, you know. <laughs> and, then, um, and then, you know, COVID comes and now it is really causing us to look at things differently and how communities support one another and how, um, you know, it's, it's not just about the money anymore. It's, we knew we wanted the Bay Area culture, but I think it is also causing us to think about the things that we like around the Bay and um, 
to go to the state of mind and physical state of making tough choices. I'm sorry, she's the cutest faces. <laughs> of making tough choices. We, and I, I want to say this in a way to where it really helps people because I know in our own home, I can tell when we don't need to make any choice right now because we are too stressed. You know, like going back to, you can tell the quality of life by the way someone talks. I can tell my husband won't come out and say he's stressed out until like a while later. I can tell when his stress is first kicking in by the energy he carries with him and the way he brings it into the house. And then I can start to see it's crazy, but I swear to you, when me and him are off balance, like within our own stress levels and stuff, the house reflects that. And it's, it's just the craziest thing. And then the kids start to act certain ways. Like, you know, like they'll, I can tell we must be really stressed out right now because all of a sudden the youngest one will start just getting super whiny and crying in there. And she'll even tell you, I don't know why I'm crying, but clearly she's stressed out about something. Yeah. The oldest one, she she gets like spacey when things are getting overwhelmed. <laughs> like she she can't focus enough to make a decision. That's so interesting. It's, like that it's, energy just like yeah exudes all around everywhere. And I mean, I think this is a a human nature thing. I don't think it's just my household. I definitely think it's a human nature thing. But because in my house we've made it to where we talk about these things, I noticed an energy shift. I noticed you kind of carrying yourself differently. I noticed the girls have been acting this kind. Have you noticed the girls have been acting like this? What's going on with the house? Why are there clothes all over the place? Like what happened? You know? That's so interesting. Yeah. And then when we sit and we talk about it, you know, like I said, at first my husband, and I, I do think this has to do with, and we've talked about this, just a disclaimer, anything I talk about on the podcast, I've asked him if he's okay with me talking about. So, um, but um, he, he won't come right out and say when things are bothering him. And I feel like that has to do with how he was conditioned growing up. Like a lot of males are, they're believe that they're not supposed to get over emotional. They're not supposed to express too much kind of thing. And so I think when he's feeling stressed out about whatever in his head, it's the, I call it the Superman syndrome. We talked about this last week, you know, because he's the superhero. He can't admit to anybody he needs help. He can't admit to anybody. I'm feeling really overwhelmed right now. And I can't make a simple decision on what's our budget for groceries this week you know, or if we're operating within the budget for groceries this week, like if he's at a certain stress level, that is a very hard conversation to have because his mind is not there. Yeah. You know, he's stressed out about something. So um, when to make really hard decisions about our health, our home, and, you know, with the pressure of ensuring everyone's happiness is still intact around these choices I would like for families to remember to first kind of take like a mental emotional inventory of what's going on in your home you know like are you making this decision right now because you're afraid of something happening or you're trying to prevent something and then if so because 
any decision made out of fear, it's not really the best decision. You know, you want to make sure you're not making it in fear. You want to be confident in your choice. Yeah, and that's not only survival. Yeah. Um, resulting results. Yeah. You want to be confident. And, you know, going back to the, it's overwhelming to research. Why I wanted to bring up the noticing the energy in your home is because if you're noticing that, if you're noticing that things are a little off balance, even within yourself, just take a moment to do that mental, emotional inventory before you make any choices, because then you may realize you don't actually have to make a choice in that moment at all. Everything's okay. You don't have to make a choice right now. Yeah, yeah. you can. And, and it's, it's okay to say, I loved, I had a friend who shared a meme the other day and she was saying like, let's make it healthy to say these things, pretty much saying, you know, if you're in a place where it's hard to make a choice, it's okay to say, hey, this is a bit much for me right now. Can we circle back to this? I got some things to process, you know, <laughs> like, and especially when it comes to your health, be it, be it a medical procedure, be it adhering to community guidelines, whatever, you know, if you're about to agree to something and you feel that you're like hyperventilating and you're really nervous about it, like it's okay to tell whoever you're interacting with in that moment, hey, can I take, can I, I just need a minute. I got some questions. I got some things on my mind right now. Yeah. And if you even feel like that person you're talking to is what I call like just shooting the shit. They're not really listening to you or trying to be helpful in the conversation. It's okay to say, you know what? I think I want to have this conversation with someone else, you know? And it's okay to do that however many times you need to do that until you feel okay about it. Yeah, totally agree. Because when you talk about um, the, hype, the the increase in, in the breath, which is very interesting, um, just being, just, just seeing all these different people in regards to body types and uh, just the way they carry themselves as a chiropractor. It's like you notice when you're short of breath, the other person next to you is also imitating you, especially kids. Ooh, they're like the most like imprinted people, like little ones for sure. And they imitate that. So when someone, it was, it was like, I can't remember who, who said it, one of the doctors saying, the mom was feeling there's like a left hip pain. So she walks around a little bit, you know, limpy in a, in a mm-hmm. certain way. And then all of a sudden the kid is walking like that. Mm-hmm. that energy imprinted, even though you're not physically saying anything or saying, oh, let's like hike this up. They watch you and they imitate you. The energy that you literally have in your body, depending on, you know, in a bad day, therefore you're doing this, you step on something. And they imitate that energy to them. And then all of a sudden, how they respond is from that imitation of energy that just cascades through everything. So when you talked about how, you know, all of a sudden the energy change shifts, the clothes are everywhere, things are a little chaotic, they don't want to deal with it. That is literally stress playing through mm-hmm. all around. And the thing is, we need to break that cycle, break that inter- in- interference that's having that shift to make sure like what is exactly happening how do we address this because not everyone is a you know talks about it right sometimes it takes a shift in you know everyday life as well and they don't want to talk about it right away 
to shift that energy to something else to where it's not continuing the way it was. That you have the ability to be aware of what your decision is rooted in. You know, um, going to the illusion of choice. I think that is something that we have been conditioned to kind of take off the table is to take time to make decisions. Like even as me being a brand strategist, this is a pet peeve of mine. When my clients want to say, I want to, I want you to make me a campaign that says book now, or you'll miss out book now, or you'll miss out. And I'm like, "Mm, we can add a post like that to the end of the campaign right before it wraps up. But for me, it, doesn't energetically align for me to put people in a state of fear when they're making a decision. Yeah. I would rather create a branding campaign that educates people on what it is you're offering that meets them where they are. So with you being a chiropractor, I would like to create a campaign for you that says, have you been feeling like something's just off and you just don't know what? Well, did you know that when your spine is out of alignment, your brain can no longer communicate correctly what your body needs to do to function healthily? Because I didn't know that until I started working with you. And when you said that to me, it made me be like, ooh, I may need to get aligned. Like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but I was no longer in fear. Now I'm empowered because I've been given information that can help me. Yeah make a decision on how to move forward. And so, Oh, I love what you just said. Go ahead. <laughs> and, and so I, I, I just, that is what I feel. I really want people to understand from this episode is that you, you don't have to feel like I need to make a decision right now or else, or I have to do this or else, you know, I think decision-making is so much more powerful when you say, I'm doing this because I'm going to get closer to the result I'm after. And I feel really good about this choice. Exactly. Because when I think uh, it was one of our guests, Nikosi, she, she mentions in one of her things, like if it's a 1% change in the right alignment, that adds up towards that. And what you just did right there, I was analyzing, <laughs> I analyze a lot when, when people talk, but what you just literally said from the beginning, that question all the way towards that transformation, you literally walk through an experience of mm. how someone learns, how someone makes a decision. It's not saying from off the bat before I met you anything, oh, you know, it's going to close or it's going to um, expire like today before knowing anything about you, right? To make, tell you to make a decision literally without any kind of information. That's not how life works. Literally, life is the experience. And you take a person through an experience to let them know uh, what's going on. So you, you ask them what's going on, you initiate the conversation, you give them the details, then you talk about exchanging that, that information, to see how it works, how it relates to each other. And then towards the end, you make the decision, right? You transform them to something else when you went through all those different steps. It's not like, you know, season is spring season all the time, you know, it's or winter mm-hmm. all the time. It's nothing like that because that's where there's seasons in life in the year because you go through the stage, 
and its season is a big way to look up look look through that but if you think about the moons as well it's like a season of how things shift and then you look through the day the sun goes through you know sunrise and sunset it doesn't go like sunrise and that's it or like sunset and that's it right it goes through an experience and so when we talk about there's opinion there's facts there's decision all these different things know where you are in your experience and how you what you want from that from that experience and is it aligned of what you want if it's not aligned let's go back into this this is where stress comes from right when you're not aligned with a decision and you wait yeah. or you have this kind of emotion about it and you're not letting it out and it gobbles you into this state gets you stuck literally stuck physically mentally spiritually stuck in wherever your throat is your, your spine whatever it is throughout your body and your mind too that gets stuck and it manifests to chaos because it doesn't know what to do it's what's movement to get through but you're not letting it you're not allowing it therefore everything around you reflects this chaos reflects this um in free like this frequency that's not that doesn't know what to do it's almost like a globble of like <laughs> swirly things that you can imagine and so and- yeah I'm glad you said that. I'm glad because you you also said in your last, like the last um, comment you made, you were saying that when when we do have this stressful energy, it needs to get interrupted because like you said, like you just said, it gets stuck. And so that brings up another point that was important to me for this episode was um, what's the strategies around how to get unstuck when you're stuck and something I do want to point out and I I don't know if we said it last episode but I feel like this conversation we have often of you can't heal in the environment that made you sick yeah I think it was last episode yeah Mm -hmm. and um so with that being said if you've been getting your information from one source and it still is making you feel stressed out and you're still not feeling good about decisions moving forward, find a trusted source. And sometimes a trusted source looks like a friend who you notice doesn't seem to be as stressed out about this topic. So then you can go to that friend and say, because now, like you were just saying, Kate, in therapy, they have to set it up to where you feel safe enough to get everything off your chest. You got to feel like you're not going to be judged for what you're saying. And you have to feel like because this person isn't judging me and they care about my well-being, they're going to give me solid advice to help me get out of this. So by going to a friend who you notice seems to be handling the situation, maybe in a way you would like to you see yourself ideally handling it, then approach that friend and, hey, I've been struggling with this. Can we talk about this? this is what I've noticed from me, but this is what I've noticed from you. How can I bridge that gap? What do you think I'm missing from your perspective? You know, and that also brings up a good point is you have to be open to ideas outside of your own. Mm-hmm. When you're feeling stressed out about ideas and things, and I can say this from even just an entrepreneur perspective, you know, the times where I felt that I was most stressed out was when I felt I had to make business look like how, look look a certain way. You know, in my head, I thought success had to look a certain way. And I allowed myself to go through that for about four or five years. 
And then I realized I am still really stressed out. I'm not getting any closer to my goals. If I am, I'm not moving at the rate I would like to see myself. And so what that caused me to do was look around and say, well, who's doing what I want to do? And let, let me reach out. Let me start networking with some people. And so the advice that I got that I didn't quite like at the time because it was very different from my way of thinking was to take messy action. I'm not a, before meeting her, I was not a messy action person, okay? If you were to tell me to take messy action, I'd laugh at you in the face and say, you're crazy. I'm not about to get out here looking like I don't know what I'm talking about, right? Because in my head, I had to look a certain way to be successful. Well, fast forward two years, messy action is my favorite thing to do because it takes so much pressure off of me. I'm still moving forward. And then now... It helps me, like you're saying, everything's a cycle. So I have a season where I take the messy action and then I have a season where I can come back and clean up my mess, you know? So now the action is no longer messy, but it got done kind of thing. And I feel a whole lot better. I'm not stressed out about my business anymore. You tell me all the time my energy is different. I hear from other friends all the time how different my energy is, but I had to first recognize what I've been doing isn't working for me. Maybe, maybe someone else knows better than me, you know? And then I had to be open to taking her as crazy as it sounded, but because she was someone I trusted and because it would, I had been observing her and seeing how she was moving in life, I could identify that's how I want to feel. How do I get that? And then we were able to have the conversation. You know, so, and you don't always have to go to somebody. It could be, you know, I love Udemy. Udemy is one of my favorite places to go for um, education because if you catch the sale, you get a nice class for like 10 bucks and they're really, really good quality classes. Mm -hmm. But it's another way to help me get, like I have all kinds of Udemy certificates that I don't brag about or anything because I didn't take them for the certificate. I took it to be open to the, possibility of new ideas mm-hmm. yeah, you know yeah. I think that's like the, the the main theme behind today's talk it's like open the idea you don't have to make a dis- decision from it right open idea and just explore more into that to to inform yourself if that's the the route if that's the feeling that you want from it because even though because mm-hmm. this doesn't apply for everything as obviously for health reasons because right now when everything's all testing phase and certain things like that, it's hard to make a decision like for majority of the moms, majority of the people in the world, right? They're not making the decision of wanting to do this because they're giving some kind of incentive. They can go back to work. They can go out X, Y, and Z. They can travel, all these different things. Because the thing is they're not making a decision because they don't know what's going to happen. They don't know exactly what the effect, the side effect of it is because it's only been three, four months, right? And so that's why when you can't, when you don't don't feel like you can make a decision, just don't. You don't have to make a decision, right? Right away. Stick a pin in it. Exactly. Stick a pin in it. Yes. Even though it might be sometimes, you know, you want to circle back to it, let it be to where you can stick a pin and go, go back. Okay, after I went through all this information, talk to whoever I need to talk to, or even go inside and just imagine, 
you know, what are the effects of that? And will it make me regret? If it makes you regret, don't do it. <laughs> Literally don't do it yet. If you feel like you're pressured to do something, just don't. You don't have to do anything right, right away. And that's the reason I love talking with moms <laughs> so much. And just like, they inspire me every single day, every single moment I'm with them. Cause you see things happen and they just, you, you well, <laughs> I'm such an observer. I just like <laughs> watched what happens when the kids do certain things and they observe and see how, how they want to respond next. And mm-hmm. sometimes it may be a messy response, but sometimes it works out the way it works out. And so you just kind of play with the flow of what you want to do. If you can't make a decision, just put a pin in it and decide later. We have, even though sometimes people think that you don't have time, you have all the time in the world, yes. all the time in the world. And this is not, this may not be the time when you feel like you want to regret to make the decision. If you feel like this will affect you in your life, because there's always an answer. There's always, there's always a way out. <laughs> there's always something it's figure outable. Everything is figure outable. Yeah. So if you have any questions, either, you know, health wise or maybe like mom, you know, you know, suggestions, whatever it is, feel free to contact either of us and we'll guide you to the right direction because there's always an answer. If there's no answer, we'll put a pin in it and we'll come back to it because universe gives us an answer when the time comes. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. I love that. Exactly. I love that. Everything happens in the timing it's meant to, you know. Growing up in church, we had a saying that everything happens in God's timing. And if you want to translate that to just be more universal, everything happens in divine time, you know? So when it's funny, because when I'm say this and I'm leave it alone, when we first started talking about the illusion of choice thing, I kind of laughed at myself because I've always been the person where I felt like I had to be in control of everything. And it wasn't until maybe three years ago where I realized I'm in control of nothing. So (laughs) like literally the only thing I can control is how I respond to situations. And sometimes I'm not even good at that. You know, like sometimes it's it's okay. okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so But my lesson in that and why I had to laugh at myself was like the illusion of choice is because I do feel that sometimes we can get so caught up in feeling like we have to control every single variable that we give ourselves an illusion of choice when really, and I know this kind of contradicts the whole theme, the only choice you have is to just trust that everything works out for your good. No, it's like the hardest thing yet the easiest, simplest thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those things. It really is. And like, seriously, the best advice I can give is to focus your breath. Um, I can think of one of the most high stress times in my life. And it was when Kenny and I, right before we separated, but like when the fights were real bad and everything. And how I would cope was I would go behind the couch where no one could see me. I would have to sit up with my back against the couch and I would just breathe. And that's all I would focus on was breathing. And if I cried when I breathed and I just realized, okay, we needed to release that. Where's that release coming from? You know, when I'd honor the emotion, I just keep breathing. 
And sometimes I'd sit behind the couch for hours and I was just breathing because I had to get to a place where I understood everything is happening for me, not to me. All things work together for my good. And that was all I was focusing on with each breath. So as far as advice I can give, because I, I know it's like Kate was saying, it's the easiest thing and it's the hardest thing at the same time. And sometimes when you're in a place and you've been in chaos for so long, solutions like breathing don't seem like they're gonna fix anything. You know, I understand that frustration too, where you're like, lady, I, I really want help and you're telling me to just breathe. Like I, I get that frustration and I'm gonna say it again. Yes, just breathe. Find a quiet spot to just breathe. And it's not that the breath is gonna fix everything, but the breath will make room for you to allow the solution to come to you. Yeah. It's choosing the first step towards the solution. Yes, like the 1%. It's the next best thing you can do in a tough situation is just take a minute to breathe. Get your thoughts right. Collect yourself.